Hey guys, Kale here. So before I was a missionary, I was a pastor and I was on staff at my home church, First Baptist Church of New Philadelphia, Ohio. And uh, I was a youth pastor and I had a small office. And, you know, like anyone who might have an office or a cubicle, I had some decorations hung up. I I was a youth pastor, so I had some goofy things. I had some toys. I had a family picture, the whole thing. I had a, a kendama. If uh, I don't know if that little fad um, came to your area of the country, but if it did, that might tell you what time. <laughs> that might date when I was a youth pastor because that was a big thing in the in the youth ministry back then. Um, but anyway, I had all these decorations and whatever. I had a full office. Whenever I um, uh, started deputation full-time, I moved out of that office so that uh, my uh, uh, my friend who was taking over the position could move in. And so most of that stuff got boxed up. Some of it I went home. Some of it I moved into the, uh, the, the coffee break room so that I could just you know type and send emails in there. Um, and anyway, so that was like all the way back in like 2019. And so 2020, we went to the field and like I shared with you guys recently, it's been almost three weeks or no, it's been, it's been three weeks now, uh, since we've come back to the States for our first trip back, um, so that we can, uh, have our new baby that's coming in November and, uh, visit everybody for the first time since going to the field. And, uh, so when I was uh, in the office recently, I went up and they had uh, pulled some boxes out of a, a storage area and uh, some of the boxes from my old office were in there and I didn't realize I hadn't done something with them. And so I, I pulled them out so that I could take them home. And and um, one of the things that I found were some of the, the things that I had hanging up on the walls, some, some pictures and posters and stuff. And I actually, I had this picture, I've got it right here, I'm going to show it to you. And um, this is a, um, a print of a poem that uh, someone got for me. I think it was probably my wife, but honestly, I can't remember. So, sorry, babe, if you're the one who bought this for me. Um, but it's it's a poem, and I don't even know the author, but I, I like the poem, and, and I wanted it, and she found this, uh, this print edition online somewhere. The poem is called A Little Fellow Follows Me, and uh, here, again, is the, is the print. If you think this is cool after this episode i'm sure you can find it online just by searching it and then looking for you know that image um, but i want to read to you guys this poem here and and talk about this for a second today so this poem is a little fellow follows me and like i said i don't know the author i probably should have just googled that quick before starting but anyway here we go a little fellow follows me a careful man i want to be a little fellow follows me. I do not dare to go astray, for fear he'll go the self-same way. I cannot once escape his eyes. Whatever he sees me do, he tries. Like me, he says he's going to be the little chap who follows me. He thinks that I am good and fine, believes in every word of mine. The base in me he must not see, the little chap who follows me. I must remember as I go, through summer's sun and winter's snow, I'm building for the years to be that little chap who follows me. So I really liked that poem when I saw it, and uh, it's been around for a while. And so I found that, uh, that print, and, and um, I, I had it hanging framed on, on my wall. I'm glad I found it now, actually. 
Um, and it just reminded me of when we had our first son, Judah, who was born in 2018, and um, when I was first becoming a dad for the first time. And now it's, uh, it's, it's cool that I rediscovered this uh, poem just a couple weeks before our second son is due. And what I like about this is even though it's a poem, it, it reflects biblical truth. And, and even though it's about physical, uh, being a physical father and, and the truths of that are obvious and apparent, it really does reflect biblical truth on discipleship as well, right? So as a father, um, if you're trying to raise your son biblically and rightly and trying to um, get them to be all that God wants them to be and to follow and to fear the Lord and all these things, then you need to set that model as a dad, right? That's should be pretty obvious. It's the whole uh, say or, or do what I say, not as I do. That mentality doesn't work. That's called hypocrisy, right? And so a, a son or any child, a daughter as well, they they really are good accountability, right? Um, because I don't know if you remember your, your, if you have a child or your first child back when they were little and they first, they got old enough to start talking and then you notice they start talking like you. They say things you say, and then maybe you're watching the Browns lose horribly, and uh, and you say something, and then you notice they say the same thing. Or you know they're they're little parrots, right? They see and they hear and they process and they and they mimic and they do. They're learning from you, as a parent, as a father, as a mother as well. They're, they're, they're watching and they're learning and they're listening. And, and kids are a great accountability if you, if you let it be um, for your own actions and walking with the Lord. And, and I've told people this before, like you want your children to catch you walking with the Lord. Like have your kids ever walked in on you while you're spending time with God, while you're in your Bible, while you're on your knees praying before the Lord? Have your kids ever experienced you? Is that, is that something they've seen you doing? Not that you're flaunting it to them, but if it's something that you do, if you walk with the Lord on a daily basis, they're going to see that, and they're going to process that, and they're going to mimic that. Um, that's the goal. That's that's parenting. But the physical is just a shadow of the spiritual, and the physical in this uh, in the world is a is a type is is a shadow of the spiritual truths. And so when we share the gospel with someone and they get saved. What happens, we know, is that they are born again. They have a dead spirit, John chapter 3. They're born again. They're quickened, um, Ephesians chapter 2, and they're made alive. They were dead. Now they're made alive. And so they have been born again spiritually. And so we are then called to disciple and to make disciples of these people. And what that is, discipleship, is parenting. It's spiritual reproduction, which is evangelism and then salvation, and then spiritual parenting. And that's what discipleship is. And so I like this poem for parenting and to remind you, to remind myself as a dad that I've got a little fellow who follows me, watching my every move. But, but as a Christian, we should be seeking to make disciples. And when, well, let's just stop there for a second. If you're not discipling anyone as a Christian and you're not parenting somebody so that they can grow and be a mature Christian who reproduces mature Christians. What are you doing? That's the, that's the Great Commission, right? We need to get in on that. Um, but, then, but then for those who are discipling, um, 
we need to think about discipleship not as a program, not as a Bible study, although Bible studies are great and they're good. It's more than that. And I think most people who, who I know personally, we know that it is a life on life. It's a transfer of life and, and wisdom, not just a transfer of biblical knowledge or doctrine, but a transfer of life and experience and, and raising them up and teaching them how to walk with the Lord and showing them how to grow with the Lord doing life with them, sharing heartache, sharing joy, sharing hurt, sharing happiness, sharing loss, sharing gain, showing them how to walk with the Lord on on the mountaintop and in the valley. And we show them that not just through our words and not just through doing a Bible study, but through life-on-life experience when you have that little fellow who follows you and watches your every move. And so... If you're a discipler and you're discipling someone, or if you have in the past and you plan on in the future, or if you never have and you've never considered taking someone under your wing and discipling them, a new Christian, and, and helping them to grow in the Lord, um, I think we should look at it as parenting. There's plenty of biblical truths. I mean, this is just a 15-minute podcast, and so we're not going to do a deep dive, uh, but you could. You could easily do a deep dive on the biblical parallels between parenting and discipleship. It's not hard to do. Um, but if we just look at it from this devotional aspect of when someone gets saved, they're born again, and now they're spiritual babies, and they need someone to help raise them, to help them grow to be young men and women of God, um, that's your role as the discipler. Obviously, imparting biblical knowledge is key and important, but we're imparting experience and wisdom, and we do that through modeling it. And so if you don't have a disciple, man, I tell you what, getting one will be great accountability if you let it be to make sure you're in the word and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing so that you model what you ought to be doing for your disciple. Any parent can tell you that. And and parents, man, you've got little kids watching you. We got to we got to make sure we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. We got to make sure we're walking with the Lord and modeling prayer life, time with God in the word, how we react to situations in the good and the bad. Doesn't matter what the circumstances are. A little fellow follows you. So if you have kids, if you have disciple, if you don't and you want one, keep in mind this parenting principle that when you have kids, whether spiritual or physical, you've got little ones, little eyes watching you, right? Little eyes and little ears always watching and listening. It's the same goes for a discipleship. doesn't matter how old the disciple is, right? And, uh, and I think that that is a great accountability for us to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and not just saying the right things, right? A little fellow follows me. Good poem. I'm sure you can find it online and print it out or order this from wherever my wife got it and put it on your wall. But I think that's an excellent reminder. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you back here next week. Until then, God bless.